to your dot FM. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LG- all right, hello. Uh, welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Carl. Hey, Mike. It's good to hear you, Mike. You just said with Michael Spiegelman, not Mike Spiegelman. I'm oh. excited. Oh, no. <laughs> that is my name that it's on my birth certificate, but I don't go by Michael. Uh, but people always ask. They say, hey, which do you prefer? And I go, what are you, fucking weird? Who gives a shit? <laughs> but yeah, I, I prefer Mike. As I said, there's already a Michael Spiegelman in San Francisco, so uh, oh, I'm the other Mike. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, hey, Carl, how are you? Did you enjoy the uh, truncated theme song this week? Oh, right, right, yeah. Come yeah. around here, Steve, ladies, and welcome to the... Uh, <laughs> hang on a sec. Uh, can you turn back on the... Uh, uh, Carl? Yes. Hey, man, how are you? Uh, okay, so uh, my headset just went out, but we're having uh, we're a live show. Uh, welcome, uh, if you're listening for the first time. This is our 50th episode of Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Uh, this is uh, hosted by myself, and Carl, Carl is calling on the phone, uh, not Skype. Not Skype. That's right. Did you, which, which episode number is this, please? The Big Five-O. Popo. Okay, so congratulations. I thought I was going to be congratulating you next week. Well, you know, uh, we skipped one week. LGBTQ friendly test sports. Can you turn Vinyl together. Uh, here we are, oh, a live show. Here on the show. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my God, it's Gabby Big Shitleg or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's Chester Cashcock. Uh, we, one of the many zany characters here on Muni Radio. FM, which, as you can tell, we are broadcasting live with or without uh, technicalities. Uh, you can listen to us live uh, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Sunday, or you could just get the podcast, which uh, pops up on Sunday evening. Uh, you could get that on iTunes with our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And uh, also you could go to muniradio.fm and use their uh, Apple-free RSS, uh, RSS feed. I'm here in the studio with none other than Howard Stone. Hi, Howard. Hey, hey, Howard. How am I? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I don't have my, I don't have earphones that actually work, so oh, this will okay. be fine. So you can't hear Carl. I cannot. Oh, okay. Well, that's half the show. Oh, that's not. That is not. Can you hear him? No. Not good. All right. Well, we can still start the show anyway. It doesn't matter. I couldn't get audio out of the. Uh, oh no wonder. All right. So I'll do the talking here. No. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. Well. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, Carl. Let's start the hey, show. Hey, Mike. We're gonna start the show. Here we go. I'm brand new, man. Oh my God! So, why did? Hey, Carl. Hi. Hey, so uh, we had a great show today. I'm really excited about it. Uh, when it's it, a good this, movie. Oh, this is the 50th anniversary, and let me tell you, this show is about movies that I've read about or I've seen once, and I never seen again. But thanks to technology, we can go to YouTube and see. And this is the, definitely one of those big movies that I saw once on cable in 1985. I saw the video box in a video box rental machine in 1986 at the Pathmark in Lackawanna Plaza in Montclair, New Jersey. And that's it. I've been looking 30 years for this movie, and uh, it's on YouTube. So uh, why don't we try this one more time, all right? Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. 
this song. My turn-ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Not duh, like duh. Oh, that's right. It's duh, like French. So it's Jokes to Carl. Follow me now. With my Carl, I could not do the 50th show without playing your song for a 50th time. <laughs> so that's the original. That's the original. We've had two other versions since then. And uh, had I paid you money, you would have been like a thousand air, right? Like a <laughs> hundred air. A McDonald's d- dollar air. Uh, so today's movie, uh, we'd like you to go to YouTube and watch a movie and listen to the podcast at the same time with us. We're going to watch a great movie called Surf 2 from 1984. And uh, Carl, what can you say about this movie? Oh, so much. This movie is good and bad, you know? And it's one of the things that's good is it's got a great cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's an amazing cast from, like, three different generations of comedy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really good. You know, a lot and, of... The, yeah. Uh, all I was going to say is that it really tries hard to be funny. This guy who wrote it, um, his heart was in the right place. Uh, Randall M... B-A-D-A-T. Bad Dax? Oh, Bad at directing? (laughs) (laughs) He did write it and direct it, and he was bad at both, but he was good, too. Oh, yeah. Like, his mom would be so proud. He did such a good job. This is such a good job. I have to agree. So let's listen to the uh, trailer before we start the movie, just to set the, uh, the experience. And now for a more serious approach to one of the major issues of the day. It's the end of the trilogy. Serve two. All right. The way I see it, we've got several hundred maniacs running loose, or we've got a serious problem. Aren't you worried about those two guys that got mutilated out there today? No, we'll surf around them. All right. We know you're in there. So home on out. No, 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 Chief. Talk about having it all. He was short, ugly, nearsighted, and carried a slide rule. For Christ's sake, don't stop innocent kids from drinking cola and surfing. It's the American way. So come on out with your fans. Is that fans? No, it's hands. It's hands. Okay. So come on out with your hands up, or we're coming in after you. (laughs) Surf 2 takes off where airplane crashed. As the surf wars continue to ravage the minds and bodies of innocent youths in their fight for a better tomorrow. So who who can resist um, this movie? Who? This, who? I think anyone. Whom? Uh, so we are going to watch that movie. And you know what? I would like to keep a tally of the amount of T and A, both uh, on the male, female, and uh, beyond. Uh, or not beyond, but just... Is that Tinas? Yeah, so why don't we... Uh, oh, no, there's no penis in this movie. How bizarre. Uh, but there is tons of shirtless dudes and ladies and uh, male yeah. and female butts. So we're going to keep tally here. Uh, I'm going to get a chart and check it off. And... Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, ring a bell or something. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, I don't have a bell, but that's a great idea. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go ahead. So type in Surf 2 and use uh, Roman numerals, of course, this being the last of the trilogy. I, I... 
Yeah, and what you get is Surf King is its only post uh, on his channel. Uh, he also joined in the fun by calling this solo uh, full-length movie part one of two. See? Surf King's in on the joke. There's no part two <laughs> of the video. That's one of the funniest things about this film is its title. It's Surf to the end of the trilogy. Right. And was never any surf one. It's creative. It's creative. So let's say in 1984 you hear of Surf 2, and you're not in on the joke. You go, oh, I never heard of Surf 1. It just must be one of those teen comedies, and then it's the sequel. Right. Right. So it even must have been so good, they made a sequel. So we've seen the trailer, and we've discussed the title. So you're ready to see the actual movie? Thanks to YouTube, we can. And I've been searching for this movie. This was posted 10 months ago. Uh, so go ahead, and I would tell you, go ahead and click the link, uh, Surf 2, 1984, part 1 of 2, from Surf King's... Uh, YouTube channel, and then hit pause, and we're buffering right now as I natter on. Let me go grab my backpack there, uh, Paul Rumba, Edge of Insanity. MuniRadio.fm has a lot of great live shows, and Sunday's no exception. Uh, you, not only can you listen to us live, but you can listen to Paul's Edge of Insanity at noon. Uh, there's the Lazy Brunch Hour at 10, and then G Money is at 8. Uh, and then if you stay until 8 o'clock, there's more stuff. So a lot of great stuff. It's uh, books and blunt, blunts and books. Way to go, priority. Okay, so I already got my uh, TNA checklist, and I think the movie's ready to go. So, um, because, you know, the opening credits of a good movie, it's going to have some tits in it. Well, yeah, that's, isn't that a rule? Uh, yeah. So, actually, you know Barbarella what? is the one that, that set the standard for that. After 50 episodes in, Carl and, and Howard, uh, I'm just going to take my time before starting this movie. So, let me get this uh, T-A, and then we'll do M and F, and then... Uh, other. Okay. All right. So uh, let's go ahead. Uh, Carl, you want to do the count off? We want you guys to press play. Uh, none of the movies pause and ready to go yeah. at the same time. And you can listen to us riff on a comedy. We're going to make jokes over jokes. But this is a great movie. Uh, I, I, I have nothing bad to say about it. It's, it's going to yeah. be very hard for me to riff on this fantastic film. So uh, go ahead. Give the countdown, Carl. Okay. So it's uh, Surf 2, 1984, part one and a half is 8,000 something views and it's Surf King. I think it's the only one you'll find, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Okay, and I have, uh, I, I'm going to play the beginning of it. There's a, um, the soundtrack alone is amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's Randall Bad at Films. Randall's Bad at Films. That's perfect. Yeah, so uh, we need to have a long explanation. So in the honor of tradition of Star Wars and uh, Teddy Rex, long ago in the good old days, surfers ruled. It was bitching. That was long before the threat of chemical pollution, nuclear waste, and the horrors of Buzz Cola. Menlo Schwarzwater was a high school genius who hated surfers. He invented a weird... Soft drink involved local businessmen and set out to rule the coast. He nearly succeeded. This is the story. Oh, I like that. Instead of setting it up and then we continue after the placard, this is saying, here's what the story is. Not that it really matters. It's very important to get the story out first in Surf 2 so they can abandon it. There we go, Surf 2. And there's some surfer imagery. Uh, and then there's the French title. <laughs> Oh, no, they're at the edge of Social City. So, the first name starring is Eddie Deason. Eddie Deason? Yeah. yeah. Eddie Deason? Yeah. yeah, there's no back door. Sure, you can have a back door. Uh, 
Linda, that's from War Games. Linda Carriage, I don't know who she is. It's a lot of different generational performers here. There's a lot of like actual 60s surfers in this 80s film. And now we're watching, this is kind of, a, I want to point out, we're listening to Dick Dale. This is not like a fake version. And we're watching footage of surfing. And I want to bring that up later in the film because the characters in this movie are going to go to a theater and watch footage of surfing. So right now, we're the audience. Eric Stoltz, this first film. Uh, we're watching footage of surfing, and then later the characters are going to be watching. It's ridiculous. Lyle uh, Wagner. Lyle Wagner from Wonder Woman and Carol Burnett. <laughs> uh, introducing uh, the topless ladies. Actually, no, these, these are all called film uh, actors. So there's an eyeball on the Morgan Paul. You know, I went to Brandeis Camp. I went to Brandeis University. Carol Wayne. Fifth Manor. Yeah, Carol Wayne from, uh, from Johnny Carson thing. Yeah, but she, you know, she died in a surfing accident. Yeah. Ironic. Wow. That's not ironic. I mean, yeah. And Ruth Buzzy and Ruth as Buzzy. the beaver. As the buzz. They call her Ruth in this movie. Did you notice that, Carl? Because she wouldn't respond well, to anything else. Special appearance by Cleavon Little. Oh, he appears more than just once in this movie. I don't think... I think they say special appearance because he just... He doesn't even bother to act in this movie. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know. he is um, from um, Saddles. Uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, Blazing Saddles. Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point. Uh... All right, and oh, and there's uh, so there we have the Mountain Dew crew, our our heroes, the Archie and Jughead, as they were, including this is my favorite scene in this movie. They have a fence. How are they going to open this fence? Well, the fat guy looks at it, and the fat guy eats the wires with his teeth. He's breaking it open. This is like a text adventure. Open fence. How would you like to open fence with? Open fence with sword. It does not work. Open fence with '80s fat guy. It works. 80s fat guy eats through fence. Okay, so there we go. Written and directed by Randall Badat. We love you, Randall. This is one of the best movies ever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was telling you there was a, a book called Punk Rockers in Film, and I, they had a huge feature on Surf 2. And I was going to check it out from the library, but I never did. Uh, here we go, Cleveland Little. But yeah, if you find that book at your local library, check it out. My guest has just informed me I should move the monitor so he could actually watch the movie with us. It's like I'm in the back row peeping through somebody's head, you know, and I can barely hear someone whisper in the well, corner. They were lot, that, ex, that creates the experience of watching Surf 2 in the theater when it came out in exactly. January 1984. But it's like me saying quiet up front. You know? oh, there's Tom Villard. The late Tom Villard. There's a lot of people who passed away people, in this movie. Really? Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Practically most of the cast has, has passed on. Not most. That's kind of morbid. But uh, Tom Villard is great. He was on that sitcom We Got It Made. Do you guys remember yes. that? Yeah. All right, so here we go. Get get the meter. I'm gonna get okay, my pen ready. Coming. All right. So they're they're surf dudes and they're driving their bug to the beach, and they see some four ladies in a convertible. Excuse me, five blondes, five ladies. So let's see ya. All right, oh so, no. Okay, one, two, two three, three, three. All right, no, so we see three. Oh, ass, male asses. Yeah, we gotta do uh, three, three butts. 
uh, and one male butt. As you know, there are going to be a lot of male butts. Oh, really? Okay. Did not know that. Do, are we counting bikinis? Are we counting shirtless guys? You can't count bikinis because you do the whole beach. Right. But shouldn't you be counting two ticks for, for um, teeth? One tick for an A and two for teeth? No, no. I'm doing a pair of tits for it. This counts as one. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no mastectomy people there. Well, you if know. they are, I will acknowledge it. But I, in the meanwhile, and if I someone's don't. only holding one of them, that's a point, half point, or something. I guess you're right, Carl. If I said uh, six tits, people will know it's three pairs of tits. <laughs> Tell me, uh, do you uh, does Howard hear me in the end? Is his headphones okay? I, I can barely hear you, so it's just like someone's talking. It's, it's fine. It's that better. Horshack. What? It's Horshack. That's who it is. Yeah. Yeah. So Horshack and then Lyle Wagner. Horshack is a, a Rampalillo. Yeah. Hey, who passed away as well? This curse yes. of this movie. <laughs> Cleveland Leto passed away. Um, Lyle Wagner is still with us, I believe. Didn't one tall Duf, that tall Dufus guy is? I don't think is with us anymore. No, right. He passed away too. He's another uh, weird character actor. The you way he enough time and everyone goes. Well, yeah, but I think this is the movie that they're going to be remembered by. Well, I mean, we're we're talking over it. I do encourage you to watch this movie and then. No, it's true. There's funny lines going on right here. Um, and what do they do? Close the beach. Oh, bummer. Oh, here it is. Clear the area. All right, everybody, clear the area. Hey, no problemo, chief. Let's bail. Wow, they don't listen to authority. That's what it is. They don't listen to authority. They don't listen. All right, here we go. War tits. Oh, we got some good music going on, too. This is like, I don't know, like, if they, you can't, if you have a budget, is what I'm trying to say, you would not be able to afford this soundtrack. You know what I mean? It's so, like, they're, so they're making it out. Well, no, it's Beach Boys, and it's Oingo Boingo, and it's a lot of other bands. Yeah. It's uh, Stray Cats. Stray Cats, Split Ends. Uh, but this and is of the course, beginning Mexican, of their careers, too. This is 1984, right? Yeah, so this is like the uh, uh, new wave going. You know, new wave music. So, yeah, Mexican Radio by Wall Voodoo is on this. I'm sure they weren't like, mm-hmm. we demand a lot of money for this song. They were just happy to be on the soundtrack. But on the other hand, you have the Beatles and Dick Dale. Did you say the Beatles are on this? Yeah, the Beatles. Uh, this was after uh, John Lennon was unfortunately assassinated. So it was just the three Beatles. So technically, not the Beatles because not all the original Beatle. members. Were, uh, Singular. Yeah. What are you talking about? Listen, is there a Beatles song in that? During my show, that mic went out and it just did it to you. It starts crackling All right. and it goes out. So I had to unplug it. Alright, so they're gonna, are we going to see right. TNA in an arcade? Well, we are in an arcade classic that looks like Asteroids. Look at this. An arcade. It's a room full of video game machines and pinball. Where do you hang out? It's a, uh, this is a film for me right here. Oh, so we should listen to some. Let me see if the sound comes out of here. So yeah, this is a. Uh, there she is. Well, that's character development right there. You know, it's nothing finer. Oh, there's Eric Stoltz. I mean, how old is these guys? At least they look like teenagers. Well, they probably were teenagers. This is like um, the new American, you know, American graffiti. <laughs> yeah, they. I would call this less American graffiti. 
So, by the so way... You said this was Eric's first film, is that right? I believe so. I mean, I could well, probably be wrong. the internet says that when he wasn't shooting this film, he was doing menial work, like he was a gaffer on um, that Say Anything movie. Uh, he, was, he was like a key grip and a gaffer in other movies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I mean, he like he's, a, he's a terrific actor. I mean, he's good in this movie, too. All right, so, uh-oh, the, the Buzz Cola. Is so now we have is? a punk rocker, New Waver. He's drinking Buzz Cola. By the way, if you're a Simpsons fan, you know that their cola is called Buzz, Buzz Cola. Buzz Cola, that's right. Yeah, but the Simpsons came out in 89, and this came out in 84. So it's a coincidence. Or not. Or not. Or an homage. Just as much as a kids. coincidence that uh, Homer Simpson's name is the same character's name from uh, Day of the Locust or Miss Lonely Hearts. Day of the Locust by oh, really? Daniel West, yeah. As well as that Pooh's Which is name. a great is, film, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. But his name is Homer Simpson. Oh, okay. Are you sure they stole the cola name? They didn't just come up with that on its own? Well, the idea was that all the characters are named after Matt Groening's, Groening's uh, actual family. So his father's name uh-huh. was Homer, and his mom's name was Marge. But it just so happened that the last name he picked was the name of a, uh, or a, a famous literary name and movie name. Because people know the movie uh, version as well, and like Apu's name is named after uh, a trilogy of films uh, from an Indian director. A film films I never bothered to watch, but I should. Uh, so you know, it's just, and also the dough comes from an old uh, 1930s uh, screwball comedy actor. The dough, oh, dough. Yeah. So you know, whatever. And Homer sounding like fucking uh, Walter Matthau in the, the first, first season. The first yeah. season. Yeah, I had more of this boy. Ah, oh, listen, oh, Felix. Oh. So, you know, like, uh, especially when he kept talking about Felix, that was a giveaway. Uh, and so... <laughs> then they evolved. Yeah, you know, they, they evolved. found it. All right, so what are these guys doing, these knuckleheads? Let's take a listen. Just put that down anywhere. I can't believe they drink that shit. Oh, yeah, so this is uh, the two that the, our heroes' dads. Right. Is uh, a hero in this? Man. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Skeeter and Scooter or whatever. Have you seen this right. ambulance joke? It's out of order? Yeah, but he's going to make it in order. You'll see. All right, let's take a listen. I can't read. You've got an IQ of 53. That's impossible. <laughs> I know. I cheated. I cheated. A bow bow. That is dialogue. So wait a minute. Are we doing a bow bow uh, countdown? You have to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> For bow bows. We could definitely see the TNA on that, though. Uh, without listening, uh, yeah. So he just took the sign off, the sign off, and then it worked. Carl, say again. I was saying the the joke was he took the out of order <laughs> sign off, and then the car they worked. I'm not sure that was the joke. The joke was kind of just he was driving around. Um, and uh, do you know her story? She is the girlfriend of. Um, um, I forget what is Eddie Deason in in the uh, and she's beautiful because he like has a special magic potion. You'll find out. Uh, is it ecstasy? <laughs> no, she doesn't look beautiful to you because you're on ecstasy. Right. Okay, so underwater is where the Buzz Cola thing is, and that's where he is like it's sort of like a madman. And he's going to convert more uh, surfers into zombies now. 
Well, good. It's about time. We, yeah, right. So the, this is the thing: is that the beloved uh, Southern California surf culture is being absorbed by new wave music and punk rock. Thanks to Buzz Cola. That'll never happen. So we have an underground layer. They spent a budget. This would never happen. I mean, the paperwork alone from the city of Los Angeles to get this built. Mm. You know, it's you can never get an underground uh, underwater fortress built nowadays. Well, this was shot in Culver City on on a lot from uh, not from a major studio or anything, but where the major studios were. Oh, so it was like uh, the generic studios. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there like, he is. we're in the movie industry too because the real people are like across the street. <laughs> Does he actually act in this one? Eddie Deason, Eddie Deason is really angry. He's really angry in this movie. He, he just yeah. he constantly risks, but it's always constantly angry. Well, we'll definitely take a listen. Yeah, he's great in this movie, and the clothing he wears is super kooky. Okay, Place my tush. Do you know how many brain surgeons, nuclear physicists, or Nobel laureates have been surfers? I'll tell you, none. Look, he hates those surfers. Me, We're doing the world a favor. And just in case you get any smart I ideas about leaving, just remember where you'd be without me. This is the career I could have had. I could have been him. You could be the Eddie Deason? I could have been him. Yeah. Just pretend you're Jerry Lewis? Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. I mentioned that. Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Did you get that reference? No, I didn't. Oh, no. In War Games, he was yelling at... Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so check this okay. out. This is, this this is, is insane. This Yeah. All right, yeah. we are in uh, 14 minutes and 55 seconds. And the, the kids not only are friends, but they live in a split house. And we actually see a cutscene of the house split. And their suburban morning in Southern California is equivalent. And so both, in the, both they're having, holding the same conversations with their parents. I'm surprised. That's nothing but a closed-out shore break. What can we do? But what's funny about this is that the joke sets itself up and then it keeps going. Yeah, and then they return to it a little bit. Well, later, we'll talk about that but they later. They do it different. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk. We'll definitely see that in a bit. So right now it looks like. <laughs> so they have a set. So it looks like there's a there's a wall that's split up and everything's identical down to the ferns. And the obscure conversation. Ah, uh, Ruth Fuzzy said jerk off. Okay, no. She. Oh no, it's not that scene. Never mind. Oh, you say the pink uh, car in the in the lot? Oh, yeah, right there. It, there's Ruth Buzzy. Yeah. And she's sweeping, right? Right. But she's far away. So when I first saw this film, I was like, boy, that really gives me the vibe of that woman. She used to wear the hairnet. <laughs> like, and it ends up being her. Yeah. Ruth Buzzy had a moment on Twitter. Somebody had a fake Ruth Buzzy account, so she had to start an account on Twitter. Uh-huh. And uh, she just so, tells you know that jokes. technology which they did in Star Wars and uh, Tron, in which they can take an older person and make them look like a young, you know, how they used sure. to look. Sure. I would love to see like Laugh-In again with the original cast, and they just computer animate them. Well, here's the trick: you need to be a billionaire, and then you could have the money to <laughs> to fund that, because people will be like, "Yes, Mr. Help, right away, Mr. Help." Now up there, we're seeing. Um, uh, weekend at Bernie's guy. That's who it is. The dad is Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, and he's young. Now Weekend at Bernie's was only a few years later. Right. Wait, when was that? Early nineties. It right? was. It was mid nineties. Uh, mid eighties. It was probably eighty six, eighty five. 
okay, well, I don't know what happened to that guy because he got old. Bernie, Bernie Temple or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I call him Bernie because of Weekend of Bernie, so I'm an idiot. Right. But, uh, yeah, I know, I've heard stories about him, like uh, that when other actors would talk about him. The, yeah, but he's best known as that body. So that's the dad. That's crazy. There's a buzz going on. I'm going to acknowledge it. This is not going to be the greatest Swedish production. Our 50th episode is a little chaotic, but we love your support. Follow us on Twitter at, uh, at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And just let us know you made it this far and you're going to make it to the end. And we'd love to see you. Subscribe. Carl, you can find Carl at Carl's the uh, Jokes to Carl, as he mentioned the theme song. Howard, where can people find you? Um, you know, on the street. Okay, so there we um, go. We did our plugs. HowardStone.com or BoleroHatfield.com, one or the other, and you can get a hold of me. Sounds good. So they're at the beach. Uh, I'm putting on the music because they have some crazy sound effects. And there's the fat guy who's wearing a cutoff. But you know what? He's not that fat. He would be the skinny guy if he was hanging out with me. He'd be like, who's that scrawny guy? All right, so here we go. Some bikinis. Nipples? Yeah. Are we counting nipples through bikinis? <coughs> no. By the no, way, you, you're going for the you full. You're that, going for the um, full Monty, right? Yeah. Carl. Uh, they they um okay after the movie was done and not in the can but close to being done they said the people who who produced it they wanted more TNA they wanted an R rating so they actually went back oh get ready there's some very scary buttons well here's boy I'm so sorry. Well, you know, you. one of the two uh, overweight brothers is an actor named Fred. Oh, there you go. Well, there's um. No, that's a that's a wet T-shirt. See, that was filmed much, much later. Oh, okay, there we go. So, I gotta check that off. Some tits showed up. Fair tits. Okay, be careful. Be careful. Oh, no, no, ass. Be careful. Okay, you'll see more, uh, there, but it isn't as bad as that one shot. That was I a mean. pretty hairy. Uh, oh, there oh. we go again. I'm gonna have to put that there. So we've seen five male asses. I'm counting the the same shot twice. The same ass twice if it's in a different shot. Oh, tits. Oh. So you think they added that later? Probably. The, the joke here is they're at the public beach, and it sucks, because the private beach is closed because of the um, those mutilated bodies they found. Uh, we could surf around it. Okay, here comes the nerd. <laughs> hey. We're surfer. We're surfer. You guys are behind the time. You guys are geeks. Oh, you're giving away our best stuff. Here, why don't you have a soda and let's talk? Buzz? Yeesh. I wouldn't drink that crap if you paid me. That's what you suckers think. What'd you say? I said this is what all the surfers drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> particularly nasty weather. <laughs> Do you know that joke? <laughs> no. Don't all right. Uh, so the joke is that this guy is at a bar and he's just it's not not scoring and uh, he sees a Lothario and he's picking up women and the guy goes up to the Lothario and goes what's your secret I see you all night just picking up women he goes it's subtle suggestion you know I say one thing and then when they ask me about it I say it was something else but the thoughts in there so let me demonstrate and he goes up to a woman and he goes uh, tickle your ass with a feather and the woman goes excuse me he goes particularly nasty weather and she goes it certainly <laughs> is and the guy, I was watching it, and he goes, all right, I'm going to try this. So he goes up to a girl, and he goes, uh, tickle your ass? And he goes, what? Looks like rain. <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, so we're back on the beach. It's good and bad. <laughs> so okay, they, see the glue? Yeah, they put glue. They put glue on the surfboard, and he's actually yeah, surfing. Yeah, teach him how to. There's a lot of, here's a fake surf. Yeah. Yeah. 
But there is some surfing going. Oh, the surfboard broke, and he's underwater, and he's going to die. So that was fun. Goodbye. And now we have some uh, ladies chilling. Well, you see, their brother is missing. And that's uh, Weekend at Bernie's dude, who's the dad. I can't believe that's who it is. Because he definitely looks like a type. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought he was in a surf movie from 30 years ago, from 20 years ago, and just they put him in this one. And his wife is. I don't know. Um, She's. She looks familiar, right? I I don't know. Everyone in this movie looks familiar. Like, there's going to be their neighbor is going to have a long argument about beans. And I know that guy, I've seen that guy before. But I'm jumping the gun. Now, I think that's uh, Connie Borher or something. She did a lot of TV. She was on ER. Um, she was a TV actress. That's what was in her future. So this is her younger. So yeah. if, you're, if you're a fan of her... Okay, this is... I like this scene. They're in a life We went surfing. It was midnight. And there were 12-foot tubes. And I was screaming out this face. in here. Totally vertical. And what appears... So the joke is that the girls are the girls are wanting to get some action. They're completely bored with these surfers talking about right. waves, and they're in a dark for a teen sex comedy. It's shot in the dark. I mean, it's so weird. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they just want to talk about surfing. Right, and we're not counting shirtless guys because here they are in the teenagers and their shirts are off. If I was shirtless, you could count me. Are you shirtless right now? Uh, no, uh, give me a second. Hold on. All right. Uh, I'm shirtless. Yeah, that's right. Howard is shirtless, so I'm going to check that off. Well, I mean, I'm shirtless because I'm wearing a blouse. <laughs> yeah, blouses count. I mean, I'm not going to be, you know. It's semanticals. All right, so their boyfriends are getting it on. Well, they're actually just talking about them to themselves. Right, so their girlfriends catch them. They see their boondoggy on the beach, and they're going to plan revenge. And their revenge is they're going to tell the cops they got raped or some shit like that, right? They really? got assaulted. That's right. Yeah, they got assaulted, not, not raped. Excuse me. But not to worry, because the officer is none other than Lyle Wagner. So they shot this lot of it in the in the dark, like um, yeah. For a teen comedy, it's it looks like a horror movie. All right, man. This there's a nice buzz going on. You feeling that buzz? Um, no. All right. No and no and yes. Let's see what's going on here. There. <laughs> I'm gonna like this. Underwear. I love Horshack in this. name is a Spectre Underwear. And the Chief's name is Chief Boyardee. Inspector, under, Inspector Underwear. Inspector Underwear. Now, um, I, this is, you heard it in the, um, in the, the trailer. Uh, it's yeah. a funny bit here. He's reading the thing and he's getting it wrong. Oh, the Miranda writes that he has to use the, go, he's going by the book. It's his first time reading it. Here we go. So he's got the megaphone. Horsex holding the book. Oh, the girls are taking... All right, here we yeah. go. You're going right. to have to count it. Oh, Jim. Oh, that's him. And the ladies take their tops off. That's your story, all right? All right, so that's good. So that's seven pairs right now. I want to count the person, and not the tits. So the, the, the great joke here is that they don't, you know... Pursue. Okay, let's hear him. Let's hear. Him. Okay. 
We know you're in there. So home on out. No, 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 Chief. No, no, no. What? Home on out. Come. Come on out. Come on out. I got it. So come on out with your fan. Is that fans? No, it's hands. It's hands. Okay. So come on out with your hands up, or we're coming in after you. See how delighted they are? They're having fun. You got one yeah. second. Time's up. That's wacky cops. Fire. Fire. All right, so now here comes the sound effect, guys. More tits. Oh, the side boobs. You don't have a side boob. But... Oh, this is a side boob, yeah. I'm not going to count it then. A point three. <laughs> point three. I'm going to get into decimals with this whole thing. So what, three side boobs equal a boob? A pair of boobs? <laughs> Weird. The more side boob. Oh, maybe. No, it's... it's side three, boob. three, repeating. Okay, so they blew up the light, uh, the lifeguard hut. So they're going to have to run out of there. And they're, everyone's fine. It doesn't make sense. They shot bullets, and then you didn't see them go through the... Uh, right. Yeah, at all. They're bulletproof still talking. Shack. It's a bulletproof shack. There's a beautiful part of the Bay Area, Carl, called Pacifica, and if you go to the shore, there's a world-famous uh, Taco Bell on the beach. Have you ever oh, it's the most beautiful Taco Bell in the world. It is the most beautiful Taco Bell in the world, and I love eating there. And, I know. Yeah. I take people there. So you want to go to the most beautiful Taco Bell in the world? bad thing is, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and it's a small hut, and those small huts are like, you can't... Oh, there hello. That, that, hey, there that, they two are. Two more. Two more. All right. Well, the joke there was like, um, no hand... Or, or hands, hands up, up or hands yeah. down, hands, hands, hands. So, uh, key, oh, is it boobies? No, that's that's Eric Stoltz. So that yeah, here's the cops are taking them in for false charges that these women put on. But that's not the funny part is that they're gonna stop off at the fucking morgue beforehand. They're like they get called in to the morgue. Oh, sorry, so Tom Villard is there with Bernie, and Tom Villard is a zombie. Which is ironic. So, yeah, now their kid is a zombie. But did, didn't Bernie become a, a zombie in the second in the sequel? Due to a curse, he started dancing. That's uh, technically. What, we get at Bernie's too. What there we get at Bernie's too? One. Yeah, he got possessed. There was. A, he I was, never. Oh, really? Is that the thing? He became. He got became undead. Yeah, and he starts dancing when music <laughs> plays. He starts to die. So, technically, Maybe it's undead. I need to see that. All right, so here we go. Tom's drinking motor oil, which is sponsor of the show. Really? Yeah, our 50th episode is sponsored by motor oil. Drink, chug some tonight. When you think lube, think motor oil. Now, why isn't it black? Why is it blue? Because I'm sure it's just like a warmed over jello or some shit like that. <laughs> it's water. It's like loop with water. These guys have not put their shirts on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they don't need to look at them. That's what you do. So did he really drink paint? I'm sure he did not. That's motor oil, excuse me. It looks like I have a hard time watching it. It's well there's a lot of gross stuff in this movie. It's not just tits and ass. Alright, oh here's our friend Eddie. Top build. What do you say? Alright, so the the surfers fathers are working with the evil scientist Menlo to uh, turn surfers into mindless zombie uh, punk rockers. By drinking uh, money, not for revenge. 
for money. Well, no, it's for revenge on Eddie's side, right? Cause he, Ed, yes, Eddie is in it for revenge, and uh, uh, the, the fathers want the money. I mean, at least that's the buzz. The buzz cola? <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, it didn't, okay, I'll try it. I'll All try right, try again. Hey, Carl, what's the buzz? No, I'll try it again later. Right. I'll try it again later. Like, I'll make some declarative statement about the cola, and then I'll say, well, I don't know. It's, I mean, that's the buzz. Well, speaking of which, this, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Buzz the Noise. Buzz the Noise. Need ambient sound in the background for two hours? Try Buzz the Noise. Want to ruin a uh, well-prepared show? Look, there's a picture of Jerry Lewis. You see that? <laughs> yeah. A little homage. Look yeah. Well, it's Eddie Deason's. Uh, that shows up later. So here's something interesting, if I may. So one of the fat guys in this movie is an actor named Fred Asparagus, and I'm sure you know him, among other things, as in the first 10 minutes of Beverly Hills Cop 3, uh, there's a scene where two guys dance. Do you remember that? They're in a music I remember park. Beverly Hills Cop 3, and it was a train wreck. I don't remember it well enough to know. So if you need a refreshing, uh, my, uh, my brother Adam Spiegelman has a podcast. He's been doing this for six years called Proudly Resents, the cult movie mm-hmm. podcast. And we actually just talk about uh, Beverly Hills Cop as part of a pod crawl among other podcasters. Uh, but we talked about it. So in the beginning, it's an amusement park where there's these guys in mascot costumes. Right. And they're hanging out in the green room or the break room. And some uh, uh, Motown music plays, and they start dancing. And the people dancing is fat guy number one in this movie, Fred Asparagus, uh-huh. and Bobby from The Sopranos. Oh, really? Yeah, so oh. Bobby and The Sopranos is in Beverly Hills Cop 3 dancing. Oh, so, all right, so let's get back to the movie. They're in science class, and this is the greatest scene I've ever seen. Like, this is why I love this movie. Why would this movie even do this scene? I don't even know. So they're betting... Yeah. Yeah. So the zombies are zombieing and they're eating uh, nail polish and shit. And everyone else is betting on a homemade frog race. <laughs> like straight out of Mark Twain. Here we go. With the Chariots of Fire music playing. Every seventh note is different so they don't get sued. It sounds like <laughs> Chariots of Fire. It but sounds it like. It is not. Sounds like Chariots of Fire. Wow, that guy's playing lead frog. Oh, that guy cheated. That frog cheated. You hear that skidding sound effect? Yeah, that frog, I was not very happy about that. So for some reason, this film has a scene where they're betting on a frog race, and then they tie it into the movie by having one of the zombies eat the frog. <laughs> it's genius. And it's, you know, you're supposed to eat the frog legs. Really? Yeah, you're not supposed to eat the frog heads. It's like shrimp. You don't eat the shrimp head. No, you don't eat the head. But, you know, it's, they're zombies. Yeah, but that's your answer for everything. He's drinking boric acid. Carl, what's your opinion about boric acid? Um, I liked borat very much. Uh, <laughs> borat acid. Yep, this broadcast. I, I, he's Jewish, um... Uh, yeah. There's Hasidic acid. There we go, Hasidic acid. <laughs> oh, and he says no smoking in the classroom because there, there's dry ice. Chapter in here. 11. I always have two pairs of shoes. I get a Dan Aykroyd five here. 
Yeah, he does. He, it's, yeah. And he looks a little like Stephen King. All right, so this is my favorite scene. Why yeah. would the cops bring the fucking servers to the morgue? Right, to identify it? Up. Why would they do it? He blows his, oh, there it is. blows his nose on that. What is it? Um, surfer what's the surfer musician again, please? Dick Dale? Yeah, he's referenced in here. That's, a, that's my Dick Dale record, something like that. Oh, I see. Well, they do live in a world of surfing. Like, this whole town is obsessed by surf. The joke here is that um, Blazing Saddles guy can't stand, can't take it. It's too gross. Yeah. He's like, I gotta get out of this picture somehow. Why don't I fade during this scene? <laughs> and then I could <laughs> Did crawl you notice out. that too, Mike? Uh, he does go away. Yeah, he, they say special appearance. I mean, he really just phones it in. He, Around this time, he made uh, Once Bitten with uh, Lauren Bacall, uh, Lauren uh, Hutton and uh, Jim Carrey. About, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There you go. He's and he's on it. That's a run out. To a Bus Cola commercial. Ah. But it's a, it's a 1950s style commercial. Okay, here we go. We're back in this weird family, the split family houses where two families live and say it and move identically. This is well, so they each can other see through, the refrigerator. And here's a different angle. They're doing this without the wall. The joke is that they show the entire set at a different angle and then reveals that they live in a house with no wall separating them. It's no wonder you're worried about the business. This crap you call cola wouldn't pass for fertilizer. Who ever heard of bottling soda in an oil refinery anyway? For your information, some I love how they cut 180 degrees. Like, they planned this scene out. Like, they were tending to do this all along. It is something your mom would be proud of, right? Well, yeah. it, it's against... There's a 180-degree rule in film you're not supposed to break. I mean, also, if you have a set which separates a wall, you're not supposed to show, reveal that it's a set. <laughs> which yeah, they do actually funny they do this joke where so funny. it's a joke about suburbia right that they live in ticky tack houses and they have the identical uh, lives but then they, the joke continues by talking specifically and then the joke continues by showing that it is a set god it's weird it, it was, it's clever like I said this guy's mother yeah he's probably the proudest mom if I was his mom I would be proud of th- uh, that scene you <laughs> yeah. know I'd be like that's, <laughs> that's really right. clever he I did like a really you... good job but that's one scene look as a podcast that goes on for two hours and we talk over an entire movie I am a fan of dragging out a joke I totally am yeah. <laughs> oh I know that <laughs> yeah so they, they dragged that joke out as long as they could it's amazing alright so they're playing punk rock music minor threat maybe oh no it's So Tom Villard is now a uh, slam-dancing zombie, which the surfers can't relate to. They're not into the punk. Buzz Cola behind us. I'm glad there's a buzz during this podcast. It shows I'm alive. They're Southern California. You know, that's another thing about this movie, Carl, is that we we both grew up in New Jersey, and when I saw this film, among other films, this is what I thought California was like. And and it wasn't for you? Well, I mean... I was in in, L.A. in 1984. So was this... Okay, so here the Cove Cinema is showing surf movies tonight. (laughs) This is what I was talking about earlier. The opening credits of this film shows footage of surf movies. 
of surf footage, and now the characters are going to go into movie theater and watch surf footage themselves. Uh, and what a white town. That's very, see, this is like the first meta show before meta was even popular, you know? It reminds me of Final Destination 3D, where they, all the characters go into a, see a 3D movie, and that 3D movie kills them in 3D. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, Mike, this they intended to make this in 3D, the producer. Oh, they really? should have. Yup. And, and they, I don't know why it was scrapped. Let me look at my notes here. Surf 2 3D. What a great, that would make an even better title. I know, yeah. that's why I probably wanted to do it. That's right. Well, it's still pretty uh, interesting. This film? Yeah. yeah. Can we coach you on that? No. We'll put that on the box. <laughs> I, could have been a, I could have been an extra on this film. You know, that's a, I was there at this time. I've always asked. I've always gone to like clearance aisles and like movie collecting places, and I've always said the same thing. Do you have a copy of Surf 2? Really? And they yeah. say no. No. Okay, so here they are. The characters are in a movie theater, and they're watching footage of surfing. It should be the opening credits. That would be the ironic thing if was... If they're actually watching the, yeah, the credits. credits of, the, of their own movie. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, in the end credits of this film, it says, surfing footage provided by. Uh, so the joke in the theater is that all the girls are bored with the surfing shit and want to get yeah. it on, and all the guys are obsessed. Totally. They're, they're applauding surfing. By the way, that's me in 1974. I guess Arista was the company that was doing this. It says, Arista had planned to film Surf 2 in 3D, uh, several pre-production posters were made carrying the title Surf 2 3D. I love it, the title. Yeah. The idea was eventually scrapped, and that's all it says. I guess maybe it was too pricey. I don't know. Oh, I think it's just, it wasn't feasible. And this probably was the 3D section, you know, looks like the spray right in your face. And um... <laughs> Oh, I just did in your face uh, there, Howard. All right, well, there we go. What? Show's over at 50 episodes. All right, so anyway, uh, here comes Eddie Deason. Oh, look at with, him. Sparkle. He's supposed to be with the sexiest girl ever so they don't laugh at him or whatever. Now that it's uh, we're out of context, and yeah. we're, I don't think it looks very attractive, the uh, punk style there. But. Well, I mean, he's a mad scientist, and he's and he's, he's bringing in the Bride of Frankenstein. She looks like the Bride of Frankenstein. She's got this wild shock of blue hair and, uh, you know, a metropolis-looking uh, white this dress. It's very David Bowie-esque. Yeah, Bowie. They filmed this in 20, 29 days, by the way. Really? This entire they thing? banged it out. That long? I waited 30 years to see the movie that was shot in 29 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of those films where I really did wait like 30 years. This is why I love YouTube. And, you know, we're a movie-riffing show, but if we don't riff the movie, it's because we just want to let you know this movie is out here right now and you can see it. So there. A weird episode today. All right, so we're watching them watching surf movies. Not since Gremlins has I been amazed by watching people in a theater. You're watching Surf 2? Oh, okay. Here's the sound effect of the film film burn in the projector. Oh, no, there's a silhouette it's of zombies. They're Gremlins. They're no, in they're, the film. Oh. That's ripping off Gremlins. Gremlins 2 ripped this scene off. When the gremlins eat the movie, Chris Only Columbus saw Eddie this. Pleased. Yeah, he's decided that they're eating food, and she's embarrassed. She's like, "Take me home." 
He's like, you live in Australia. Is that Carol Wayne? She, um, I don't know who she is. She's some Australian What Her actress. name is Linda C- Courage. Oh, okay. K-E-R-R-I-D-G-E. I looked, at I looked at everybody's name in IMDb, and she shows up in a movie called Alien from L.A., which I recommend. And, uh, Mystery Science Theater actually used it as well. It's a Golden Globus film. All right, the thing so is, saying, she has an accent, like she's from um, Australia. Right. And that doesn't go with the story that says she's from high school with him. It doesn't make sense. I'm a foreign exchange student. She just might be Australian and moved over there, you know. Or did they have to explain it? Well, no. I, okay, that you're worried about? Not that they turned into zombies? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're worried about her accent? I, it's, uh, it's, it takes me out of the moment. All right, here we are. Is this Hollywood or no? This is Where did you say this was shot? Well, um, the, the inside was Culver City. The oh. outside was shot in a lot of places. Um, but around Culver City, I would imagine. I don't. I don't. Oh, remember. so here, here. So they're talking about they're flashing back to the good old days, and they're showing yet more footage. This is the third it's time. Called surf too. No, but the thing is, it's like, so we start off with footage, surf footage in the opening credits. Right. Then the characters go to a movie theater to watch sur- uh, surfing footage, and we just finally saw them reminiscing about the old, good old days, and they cut to f- uh, footage. Okay, here's the best scene of the movie. Why do you keep saying that? Their friends take the pink car that's parked outside their ha- their split house, and they they put chainsaws to it. But it's no longer pink if you look at the picture. Oh, there it is. All right, that's pink. So he's breaking the glass. He's chainsawing on the roof. <laughs> also, I think they're really cutting it. Oh, they they destroyed that. Here comes the best joke. There's the joke. They throw the roof off the car. <coughs> what convertible? The mom, we're taking the convertible out. Yeah, we're taking the convertible. So they're going to pay for the Beach Boys song, not me. Hey, I get a ride. <coughs> you have to pay for that if you play it? Yeah, I, I know Mike Love personally. I, did, did you see that joke there? He put in the F. First, oh, surfboards, yeah. Because so, who is that guy? <laughs> that guy looks like he's from Barney Miller or something. He, this is my favorite um, scene. Biff, Biff Menard, whoever that is. This is the best scene. I love this scene. He's a, he's talking about a picnic. What do you mean by that, sweetheart? Figure it out. Don't call me sweetheart, bitch. Oh, now that's some nice way to talk in front of the kids. Ruth is great. You people are so full of shit, your eyes are brown. Screw you too. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Kelly, what they're arguing about. Oh, they're, they're having a picnic, and they want to, he wants to put his beans. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so that's the joke. <laughs> he doesn't want to put the Buzz Cola on the picnic table. He wants to put his beans on there. And that was pretty racist, right? Saying the reason why your eyes are brown because it's full of shit. That's not racist. It is. He said, "You people are no, your eye, you're you're so full of shit that your eyes are brown." Racist. How is that racist? Anybody can have brown eyes. I don't know. That's exactly right. 
That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, I guess Asian people couldn't have. All right, so All right, there you now, go. There's a racism now, now, right now, there. Now you're, now you're <laughs> stepping into territories. Okay, so let's go back to the beach, shall we? Uh, they're driving around in a convertible, which they vacuum Nola, broken glass out of. And uh, they're just cutting away this car left and right. I think this movie was like 60 minutes, and they're like, just, I don't know what we're going to do. Why don't we just have footage of them driving around to the beach? All right, so here we go. The beans. So who's the chef? I am, and that's chief to you. Horseshack's back. Horseshack's back. Here, why don't you guys continue, okay? Well, this is Lyle Wagner's goes, big uh, um, Yeah, Lyle says, do you have any SpaghettiOs? And they're like, no. <laughs> I love SpaghettiOs. I don't know. It's a funny line, even though it's not. Well, I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh... This guy, who is this guy? This is Fargate? What, what's, what's, um... His, his name is Beaker in the what Professor is it? Beaker or something. It's Peter Isaacson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays a lot of like stupid giant people. He has a huge um, pedigree of that. Mike's talking to his uh, to his mom, so that's um. Charlotte Spiegelman. I believe so. So it's it's Love you and I. Woman. And she's funny. Yeah, I've not had the pleasure. Uh, actually, you can catch her on YouTube. It's called uh, Old Jews Telling Jokes. Oh, dear God. All right. And she's got a good one. All right. I'll have to do that. Look at it. So do you, um, you think this was like community service that half the people were in there because of that? <laughs> I don't understand why half these great cast members are here. That's right. Lyle well, did a lot of TV, maybe not a lot of movies, and I don't know. There's these, there's some people here with star power. I'm just not sure. That's what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> was there blackmail involved, or it's like yeah. you know, or or um, you know, do me a favor. You do this, and uh, you know, um, I won't, I won't kill your wife. You know, something like that, or you know, I would doubt it because Randall, the guy who wrote and directed this, it, boom, it was his only. Uh, only produced screenplay. It was, this is this is what this guy did. This this movie, and they probably went to jail afterwards for something, for tax evasion or something else like that. That's my guess. Or for you know you know or for whatever thuggery. Is that the so word? So right now, a band called The Untouchables is up there playing. It's another example of how did they get? At the time, they were if they had a hit and they were a big deal. How did they get them? Well, this is 1984, right? I think this is right yeah. before, this is when, um, you know, before people, oh, there's a, there we go, oh, there's another pair. There's that's got to hurt. Another, wow, the t- two sides. Okay. And there we go, that's, oh. so so that's another three. <laughs> Look how exploded really, this Really, just dancing, just jumping. Oh, there, Ruth Buzzy, is she going to show hers? Yeah, she's into, oh, I wish. Does she bring in, bring in the stunt boobs, you know, is that what they're going to have? <laughs> Oh, that'd be great if they did that. Photoshop boobs on Ruth Buzzy. Taint that woman's career all in one step. Now, you've seen what the zombies eat, right? Uh, you know, and how gross it is, and they yeah. don't care. Well, this not a zombie guy. He's the disgusting character, so he's going to compete with them. Oh, okay. So it's like a pissing contest. Yeah. 
it's a pissing contest. And this whole scene, I really, uh, I look away. I can't watch this. Really? It's just too disgusting. All right. So, so they're just like chowing down. So this is like, you know, um, you know, man versus food or what that show is or what, you know, that, um. I think I might have heard of that from my son. I don't know that show myself. Okay, there's there's a show of, you know, people eat gross shit. I mean, that's basically the whole show, you know? Yeah. You know, you know things not as disgusting as cat testicles, but close enough. And he'll just eat them. So here's fat guy competing with zombie guy. Yeah, I have to look up and then look away, then look at it. Okay, look I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's not real. <laughs> no, it must be like coleslaw and gelatin, but... I'm sure it's like all I'm gelatin or something. I'm suspending disbelief. All right, so people are being bribed. Well, it's just gross. All right, I can see that. Yeah, it's just like a little bit of... Um, yeah, it has a little bit of the throat factor to it. I can understand that. Okay. <laughs> now, there's another guy who's got a big sandwich, and he's staring at the boobs, and the gag is a bird poops on a sandwich, and he eats it anyway. Well, yeah, it's just a little bit more mayonnaise, you know? Yeah, you don't want to waste it. You don't want to waste it. No. They don't puke at the end of it. That would have been a good, um, <laughs> that would have been like a good puke scene for this movie to give it that R rating. There's the, the bombers. Okay. Oh, there you go. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Hard to watch. Wow. Those birds were holding it in. All right. Yeah, you're right. There is a little bit of the gag factor in all this. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking. Well, well done. I am looking. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. But it's, it's just ridiculous, though. It does go on longer than it should as well. Yeah, yeah. Someday this scene will end. There's our puke. What does Eric do in this whole scene? Admires. Admire? Eric Stoltz just stares at them. Well, they're not showing it anymore, but... You know what's going to happen if he drinks that. You know what's going to happen. He'll be zombified. You know, there's nothing worse than a fat zombie. Okay, there you go. Oh. The, what's the continuity? The Has his face changed with every shot? He's still eating. There we go. I was just trying to look at continuity on the on the slime on the face. <laughs> if they even bothered. Oh, and that's this, this special underworld right now, right? The, uh, but that's yeah, that's his lair. Meanwhile, back in the jungle. Holy. So, an evil genius fire. would wear an umbrella hat. Is that what would happen? <laughs> well, he's a you know like uh, quirky, like uh, you know. 
Like eccentric, eccentric. There we go. He drank some buzz. Like Stantler and Waldorf, although those two guys are just uh So this was released in eighty four, right. uh early January. Okay. And it came out as Surf Two, the end of the trilogy, like we've been talking about. But right. then Revenge of the Nerds came out that summer. And so they changed the name to um, Surf to the Nerd Strike Back, trying to, like, glob off of nerd fame. And and use Eddie's fame. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. No, I was in L.A. in 1984. I should have been in this movie. I should have been an Mm -hmm. extra in it. Were you around Malibu? Some of this was shot in Malibu. Yes, yes. And I actually (laughs) knew a lot of people at that time in the surf... um, in the surf world. So, I just wonder. Well, 29 days they shot this. I mean, All right. yeah, I, I, know. Just, I don't know. Missed it. Oh, here we go. Yet a surf scene, but Wayne the Dark. I still don't see Carol Wayne in this thing. She is in it as someone's mom. Let me look at that. Because she was a celebrity based on her looks, you know, and that's pretty much all she was. It says Mrs. O'Finley. So I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure which character that is. All right, well. In, it's not a mom. I guess I was wrong about that. So their dilemma in this scene is they don't know how to get uh, Sesame the zombies Street off. To what? The zombies off of the car so that she can drive not obstructed. She's going right. to try to throw them off. She's uh, changed sides now. She's no longer with um, uh, Eddie. She's, she's with the good guys. Are there good guys in this? Uh, yeah, Eric is uh, right. Eric Stoltz and his buddy. There are supposed to be the good guys, and so what they've done is they someone drank Buzz Cola. They got zombified, and so they're going to analyze it. They bring it to the teacher for some reason. They're going to try to figure out this mystery. They don't bring it to the cops. Hey, Carl. They bring it to their science teacher. Hey, hey we're back. back, and I'm back. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fiftieth show, uh, and. Uh, Oh, look at LSP. There's salt and pepper shakers there in the uh, corners. Oh, salt and pepper's here. So, so salt Mike, and pepper? Back. Thank you. I uh, I took a trip, a walkabout during my own podcast. And Was I, it, uh, were you speaking with a woman who lives in uh, L.A. of your acquaintance who used to live with in Montclair? That's right, yep. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us her joke she did on YouTube? Sure, I'd love to plug my mom, Charlotte Spiegelman. Uh, is one of the people on the viral video, Old Jews Telling Jokes. Okay. And in fact, yeah. her joke was used in the liner notes of the Old Jews Telling Jokes, the book. <laughs> That's and great. I believe the joke is told uh, in the 
old Jews telling jokes the show. Okay. But wow. she never got paid. So uh, anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> speak on my curse. <laughs> the usual, <laughs> my mom got the speak on my curse. She Sorry. performed and never got paid for it. Someone else ripped it off. <laughs> so if you go to uh, YouTube and you type in old Jews telling jokes. And by the way, it's run by a gentleman, a good guy, uh, Eric Spiegelman, no relation. Uh, just happens to be more Spiegelmans in the world. Really? Uh, so, <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. So my mom's joke is a uh, grasshopper walks into a bar. Mm-hmm. And the bartender says, hey, we got a drink named after you. And the grasshopper says, really? You got a drink named Steve? And then <laughs> and then she has – that's the joke that is used on the liner. And to be fair, I mean, that that's not my mom's joke. But uh, she tells it really well. And she tells a Jewish joke there. So I won't give it away. Maybe we'll play it. You know, I'll play it on uh, here. I'll go look for it during this scene. Although this is a great movie, and I appreciate uh, you guys keeping it going. Well, no problem. No problem. You guys. Now, Mike, you see, oh, there it is. That's the reference to the the surfer, um, surfer music. Uh. Oh, they found the record. Now he's going to ask um, Eric Soltz, like you know how a surgeon goes clothes for me, you know, to put in the sutures. Look at that, mammal eating mammal. <laughs> Except it's not a mammal. That's a funny joke. What is it? It's like some kind of squid creature. It's a stingray. Oh. But he goes, mammals eating mammals. And it, it wasn't a mammal. Well, I thought it was funny. Oh, um, Some science teacher. Three more boobs to the tally. Oh, yeah, I got to add more boobs? Three more boobs. So you mean three pairs of more boobs, Three right? pairs. Three, three more women? All right, so okay. keeping count, just, just we've to seen help you. 12 topless women, uh, and then we saw four bare asses of ladies and five bare asses of guys. Actually, technically... Two well, of the shots says, were, you, yeah. He says, you closed for me, right? So he goes, he pats it, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fake news. But I interrupted your tally, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. No, that's a tally. So there's a newspaper that says, Beach Party goes, Berserk, and may I say, fake news. That's right. This I'll, was the first. Yeah. This is Trump has actually quoted this. Yeah, he's yeah. quoted the Beach News <laughs> from Surf, too. Listen, say what you will about Donald Trump, but he is right on the money about this fake news. Listen, this morning, Good Morning America was like it's going to be bright and sunny. It rained all afternoon. Fake, fake news. Fake news. Fake news. No, just fake weathermen. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me started about Sorry. the newspaper horoscope. That's right. They said oh, romance yeah. was coming my way. There was no romance. There was, no, there was nothing coming your way. <laughs> nothing came my way. I was way. in the doghouse. <laughs> well, I do like... Oh, so the zombie, by the way, has these weird sutures. Oh, there he goes. It is a funny joke. But, you know, not to give the ending away, all the zombies become back human... And I always wonder about this guy who has like a giant like uh, stitch now. Yeah, yeah it doesn't like, make sense. Does he come back to? He goes back. So look how toxic this bottle of Buzz. Wow, Bella that's is. A, that's a toxic bottle. It's fuzz coming out of it. Oh, this is shot like, you know, I really liked this movie when I saw it thirty years ago, and then when I watched it again, I'm like, God, this is so shoddy. It looks like they just shot in the basement. Okay, here we go. That was reversing. Beach time. Buzz bottlers deny wrongdoing. Buzz Invitational still set for Saturday. Fake news. Alternative, Fake news. Alternative facts was held on Sunday night. Uh, Saturday, Friday night, which is technically Saturday or Friday. I do love the background. Look, the behind the window is the pier. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. 
Like this, you're from New Jersey and you watch film like this and you assume California is always like this. Well, right. I mean, it, you have the greatest it? Taco Bell. We've got like taco smell. Taco right, hell. Man. Taco hell. <laughs> Are there any White Castles? Yeah. Yeah, sure. We've oh, got White sure. Castle. That's one of the only good things here. Well, yeah. there you go. Don't you know, complain. There's no White Castles here. You have to go and get them frozen. And then it's like you heat it too much and then it gets gummy. It's, it's, really it's not the same. No, because you know it's pink slime either way. Right? I know, but I'd rather get it fresh than frozen yeah. and, and screw it up myself. That's the great thing about Fafsu's restaurants. It's like you go, wow, it's like getting frozen processed food from the supermarket and they warmed it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> I could either eat a 30 gram of fat uh, chicken sandwich that I got from Safeway and heat it up in my microwave or I could just go to the McDonald's across the street. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Oh, so. Oh, so they discovered that they were sweethearts. Yeah, and well, no, she's not. Uh, she's she's being honest. She's telling. She's telling her story now. She switched sides. Oh, I see. Huh? So she must be the hero of the story because she's gone through a Joseph Campbell. Yeah, she's uh, joining the heroes. So, oh, all right. And they're convertible. <laughs> In her pink Cadillac. So this movie has that scene. It has the frog jumping raise, uh, betting scene. It yeah. just has some... And the split house scene. It, it's a great movie. Yeah. You don't see weird movies like this. Well, yeah, right now. On, well, uh, on YouTube. On, on uh, Mike Spiegelman um, podcast thing. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Carl, uh, in the last two episodes, I had promoted a show uh, where Mutiny uh, Radio DJs perform stand-up comedy. And mm-hmm. uh, it's actually happening, I think, this Friday. <laughs> I got the date wrong. So it's the third show I'm promoting it. I am a stand-up comedian. You get to hear my act. And uh, we'll never talk about it again. Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah. My act, not the show. Now, there's Carol uh, oh. Howard. All right, let me see. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention, Carol? That scene beforehand, uh, the, the Australian woman screws up. She screws up yeah. her line, and she just keeps going. She changes it, and they, they let it in. She goes, well, you know, they weren't going to say, they weren't going to say, or maybe that was like the eighth time she screwed it up. They said, you yeah, know, just keep it in. Fuck it, just just let this one go. So they just rolled with it? Yeah, okay. she goes, she says, like, I think I worry her. I think we should worry her, something like that. She corrects herself. Uh, I was going to point it out, but the moment's gone. <laughs> but I, I thought of that, because in this scene, the, the two women, one played by Ruth Buzzy, her friend keeps calling her Ruth. All right, there's Carol Wayne in the... Uh... But she's only known as Chuck's mom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the credits are really demeaning in this movie. <laughs> We're going to see, like, Fat Guy 1, Fat Guy 2, someone's some, mom. Some, some chick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I meant to tell you about how this thing got born. Um, this Randall Badat, right? right? He had a surfing accident. Uh, the surfboard went through his cheek. Um... And he got it, I don't know, sewed up or whatever, but they gave him Novocaine because of his teeth or whatever, and they gave him very heavy painkillers. And he wrote this movie in two days while he was recuperating out of his brain on these painkillers. So then he brings it to his agent. This is the only film he ever had made or produced or sold or anything. I I looked at his IMDb. He has written some stuff, but it was like 10 years after this movie. Okay, well, you I know, gotcha. but yeah. you, all you can say is the drugs worked. You know, <laughs> it was made. 
Well, he brought it to his agent, and his agent dismissed it. I'm quoting his agent as the worst piece of shit he'd ever seen. Then it caught the attention of independent film producers. I could say the names, but you wouldn't know them. And it, they brought it to Arista Films. They sold it to them at the Cannes Film Festival. There's some other interesting notes, but I'll tell you later when I... This there's seems a lot like, of nonsense in here, too. This seems like a classic Cannes Film Festival pitch where they're sitting around writing notes on cocktail napkins. They're like, it's called Surf 2. Like, great, we love it. Can we do it in 3D? Sure, that would make it even better. We can sell it that way. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of movie deals are made, you know, over drunken stupors. One of my, like, so this, we agree this is a good, bad title, right? Yeah, it is. Surf 2? Yeah. Yeah, well, for what it the, is. The trilogy ends. Uh, right. Yeah, the trilogy ends. It is. It's... Okay, here we go. Are they topless? They are topless, no? No, they're not. They're bikinis? Not yet. Say we should count bikinis. Oh, that's I a whole you're... different count. You can. It's the whole. See, look, beach look, look at this. Go. The scene is just going after one. You're telling me that it happens to be a beach where all these women. Look, he grabs the woman. Gross. But uh, it's like this just happens to be a normal beach where all these beautiful women in these provocative bathing suits are just lying in a row. Or you know, it's a movie. And, all right. And to be fair, in 1984, that's how they did line up. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. There's nothing like a space. I feel bad for all the punk rockers wearing leather and uh, latex in the beach. All right, so the Invitational has started. Uh, they're going to go surfing. Now they're going to actually surf. Well, this is a big contest. Big contest. Right. They studied all last night. No purchase necessary. So, yeah, the punk rockers are surfing with, with in their punk, punk gear. In punk gear. Pretty badass. Well, that's pretty awesome. These are the actors. Well, yeah. I guess the zombies don't really uh, act. The zombies are real surfers. Yeah, that was a lady. Surfer. There's, there's a there bad. <laughs> there's a green screen. <laughs> that that looks really so Eric. real. That's Eric there. Hang Eric on. was surfing. Whoa! Whoops! Whoa! Whoa! Whoops! Whoop. Lady Surfer's zombie is knocking everyone off. <laughs> Come on, go ahead and sing your own beach music today. go ahead. Surf music. Oh, surfing's make, fun surfing. and surfing's neat. Yeah, surfing's thing we do with both feet. We like to surf. <laughs> you know, in medieval times, uh, surf music was so different. Oh, right. Yeah, they're like, where is the surf? Uh, go ahead. No, like, like feudal lords and surf. Uh -uh. Oh, surf music. I <laughs> yeah, in Middle Ages, surf music was so different. Yeah, and nothing to do with the beach. They had lutes and... They're like Man. surf you, you girls. Couldn't, you are. couldn't understand the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> they muddled. Were Latin. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> I know. wish they all can be upper cast girls. <laughs> <laughs> surf City. That's where they all live. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to Surf City where the surfs all live. <laughs> Surf City. <laughs> yeah, they like... farm in Surf City. <laughs> Everybody's been farming. Surf City. Every... No, you can't say USA, right? 
Everybody's been surfing for their respective masters. (laughs) Surf music. But in Latin. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, Back to the Beach was a uh, uh, kind of a film that kind of played off of surf movies. You guys ever seen that? I've never really yeah, seen Frankie it. Frankie Avalon and Annette Finicello. Yeah. You know, with their, um... Well, I've seen their movies from the 60s. I love those films. And Back to the Beach is, you know, now they have kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. This, oh, still... I guess I remember that. Yeah. So this that came out around this that time. That came around maybe. this time, too. Yeah, 85, maybe. And it had... Uh, I uh, believe I'm in that movie. It had Fishbone in it. Uh, when Howard played in Fishbone. No, 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 no. I did a lot of extra work in movies. I believe I am in Back to uh-huh. the Beach. Well, tell me. Tell me about it. I, you know what? I stood in the background, so it's just... Were you a clean-shaven young Howard Stone? Were you a hippie Howard Stone? Were yeah. you a oh, beach Oh, the best one that I was in, I was in the um, the Ronnie Dangerfield thing, when he, the one where he went to college. Which I saw in a movie theater, Howard. Okay. Back to... What? Back to school. Back yeah. To Back school. to school. Okay, so I was in the um, the graduation scene. Okay, it's uh-huh. right behind Robert Downey Jr. No shit. Okay, so <laughs> between takes, Rodney got on stage and just did his act. I got to watch Rodney for like two hours just doing stand up in wow, between takes. So that because it was an audience, so it was amazing. So that was um. That's great. And I so saw, that was cool. Wow. I saw that movie in the theater with my brother, and at the end of the film, we're the only two people in the movie. And the credits are rolling up, and we hear this laughter going. Like, and we look up. The projectionist is sticking his head out of the booth, and he goes, "I love this movie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Claremont. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, what uh, did you? I mean? saw it in the theater too, and so you um, saw I me. laughed when. I guess I'm the only person who knew what Kurt Vonnegut looked like. Uh, all right, oh, when go. he showed up in person. Yeah, he showed up and gave him. He said, "Here's the his thesis." <laughs> I don't think and I've ever seen him. the movie. Oh, that's a great bit. Later on, uh, he's on the phone with Kurt Vonnegut. And he goes, uh, okay. "You want your money? I gotta see." He goes, "What? I, Fuck me! Fuck you, Kurt Vonnegut!" <laughs> <laughs> like the idea that Kurt yeah, Vonnegut. The, the professor is like, "Whoever wrote that paper doesn't know the first thing." About <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut. All right, so uh, just getting back to the movie because they're spending a lot of money on special well, effects. Can I just say one yeah. last thing? Of course, uh, Howard. Yeah. Howard, you are so hip. That you're in that movie and you're like, yeah, I didn't even see it. I know, you know, it's just like I'm in so I did so much extra work and I'm never seen in anything. I did one scene where they used my arm. They told me to like, you know, put it against my hip like I'm a teapot, and they shot the scene <laughs> through my arm. So I'm not in the movie. You, oh. you know, it's um that movie but, Caligula. But but I got paid for it, so it's just ridiculous. You know, it's that it's, movie um, cruising. Cruising? No, that was Blue City, I believe. Blue City with Jamie Lee Curtis. Get the fuck out of here. No, it was it was the one with um, with um, gambling or something oh, and the horse racing, whatever that is. So it was um. Let it ride. No, it was probably. It was, it was probably had the blue. word blue in it. Okay, right. I thought it was Blue City. Blue me. Okay, now the dads are getting their uh, their sweet yeah. revenge. They're getting avenged by putting in the. Uh, so this is such a strange, like it has this gender thing that's just. Too late. I don't know. That's rich. It's already too late. What time is it? Oh, it's about a quarter. Never mind that. See what I told <laughs> you. There's no hope for these slobs. They're stuck in the underground layer with, and their dad's has the uh, the female enhancement boxes on their heads. All right, we we haven't seen what happens when you take the boxes off yet, have we? No, we might. If you're lucky, we'll okay. see what happens when the men get no, their boxes off. All right. But you already know, Mike, right? Yeah, yeah. I but I do that. not. Don't. Okay. We're not. Don't okay. Spoil don't ruin it for me, please. 
Don't tell Howard Stone what happens when you put two men in a gender and a female uh, beauty box. Look at that. Yeah, it's the gender-confused thing. They think it's funny, but look, hey, don't laugh. He's gender-identifying. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, you know. So what happened was someone uh, mickeyed his soda, and now he has breasts. And everyone thinks that's funny to that man. I don't know. So, it, yeah, it's weird. So this is his revenge for giving me breasts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, Mike, I have a spoiler alert, if that's okay with you. Yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, if, if you, you guys leave don't... an apple out for a month, it goes bad. If you leave what out for a month? Uh, on, on apple. Oh, that's your spoiler alert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wanted to find out myself. Okay, maybe that... I got to pick a better fruit. I got to pick a better fruit. You leave... Uh... Oh, hey, I have a spoiler alert. The Meyer lemon I had in the bag with some uh, squash, it had mold on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to throw it out and had to wash the squash. There's my spoiler. There's a joke in there. It'll work. It'll work. We got to figure it out. We're still working on surf music. I have a spoiler alert. It's oh. not a cold sore. So this is what I love in movies: wacky <laughs> sound effects. So the uh, underground layer is being attacked, and everyone—they're just having the cast members run around and bump into each other. But I love the sound effect. Boing, boing. It's like banana slits. Boing, oh, did you press the banana splits button? All right, so there's a nuclear explosion, and they all fly up in the air. And they're okay. They're in the water. But not the dads. Where are the dads? Well, we'll have to wait for the dads. All right, wow, that was a lot of noise. Even the buzz is like, tone it down. All right, so there's a bow bow. The fat guy who ate the uh, gate, and all he says is a bow bow. Did you notice that? Uh, that now, now I understand what you texted me. I texted you the words a bow bow, because yeah. the the fat guy in this movie says a bow bow and everything. Which we'll have to rewatch this movie with the sound on at that point. That's Bernie from Weekend and Bernie's. That's so crazy. Yeah. All right, so uh, our friend is is carrying. He has some strength to him for being an overweight guy. Uh, yeah. He's carrying the boat full of uh, lifeboat full of uh, surfers, and all the zombies are back to normal. See? Yep, everyone got cured. Everyone got cured. Even the guy who had a long stitch down his chest. He's yeah, okay. I was like, there's Tom Villard doing some stick. Did you ever see him in Taxi? Oh, no. Hey, check it out. So it is an autographed picture of Jerry Lewis that says, To Milo, you're a wonderful guy. It's lost in shore. So that's, uh, I like that. Nice touch. But I wanted to bring it up. So Fred Asparagus, who's the fat guy in this movie, he's also in Beverly Hills Cop 3. In Beverly Hills Cop 3, they play a Jerry Lewis song. It's one of the gizmos on oh, really? Eddie Murphy's. So that actor appears in two Jerry Lewis movies. This one, which has a picture of Jerry Lewis, and right, well, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3, which Jerry plays Lewis a Jerry movie. Lewis song. Mm-hmm. But Jerry Lewis references, let me say. So that's okay. close, you know. Represent. Yeah. He passed away too, Fred Asparagus. There's a lot of people in this movie that are no longer. What's Ruth Buzzy's status? She's still alive. Yeah? She's still uh, Buzzy. Yeah, she's on uh, She needs uh, to do something. What's she need to do? Something. I'm sure she has something. You mean... I think she did a Disney thing. I think she was a mom on a Disney she thing. She might do voices. Yeah, voice talent. I think she professionally sits on park benches and hit old men. All right, so here it is. The All dads right. are coming out, and they, of course there's some wacky monk, the monkey sound effects with the... 
We're all right. It's a non-funny punchline. They're covered in makeup, pancake makeup right now. And lipstick. And they're wearing dresses. I don't get it. Uh, Boy, that was a lot of... The box makes women pretty, so... Yeah, that's what he was using to make uh, the the nerd woman become pretty. So now it's by mistake on men. So they're going to get pretty. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. So, you know, it's interesting. We watched this teen sex comedy on this show called Loose Screws, Screwballs 2. Yeah. Uh, Screwball, loose, loose Screws 2, Screwballs. And towards the end of the movie, they just kept showing more and more tits and ass. Like, they couldn't, they figured the movie's almost ending. Let's show some more scenes. But this movie stopped. They got their money. <laughs> you got your money. <laughs> well, didn't they go back just to put the tits in? Yeah, that's true. So they yes. must have fit into okay. the whole Oh, digit. this hat. You see the hat he's using? Yeah, with actual long binder. That's an actual hat of the um, writer, Randall. Oh, Adat. really? Yeah, he's like, no, this will be funny. We got it. We'll u- we need to use it. He does have a punk rock uh, new wave sensibility in his clothing at Eddie Deason. And those hats, I see those old ladies wear visors like that. Not that. Well, <laughs> that's cartoonishly big. Yeah. All right, so girls... So, uh-oh, the dads now have long... Ta-da, they're looking prettier. They wear dresses, and they have tits, and they... Uh, Which doesn't really go with the... Last time I criticized the writing, Howard was like, that's what you're worried about? So I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, talking about the writing, right. right now, the only voices we hear is the, the men talking, the dads talking. Okay, so there's Fred Asparagus and his other fat friend, and they're like, check out these ladies. And they start chasing after them. A couple like of guys a after us. Film. Yeah, right. They're suddenly. Benny Hailby is great. Do you think they're going to speed it up? Yeah, right. There they're going to speed it up. You can <laughs> see the waves. There's the surf. Surf too. We as with the speed surf. <laughs> okay, not an Oingo Boingo song. Johnny Big Head. Big Head, of course, being from uh, Silicon Valley. This cartoon named Big Head. The same. There you go. Fat boy number one is Fred Asparagus. Fat boy number two is Greg D. <laughs> Coroner, Hot Potato one and two. I don't get that. Featured Punks, Disc Jockey, Jed the Fish. And then Stunts. And then we'll get to the Surfers. Well, that's it. That's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Really? <laughs> it's oh, this, seen this it has yet. been like a holy grail for me to, to actually be able to see this movie again after seeing it on cable during the 80s. Because uh, I right. remembered the eating scene, the beach scene. I remember the convertible mm-hmm. scene. I remember Ruth Buzzy being in it. I remember Cleveland Little being in it. And uh, we I watched it again before the show, and I did, it just all came back. All the jokes came back, you know. There is a movie that I'm in. Okay, Ruth Buzzy is also in that movie. Um, it's called Bad Guys. It's a wrestling film with Adam Baldwin in it. Okay, <laughs> I finally got a VH copy of it and, uh-huh. and was in the back of my car, and that's when my car was um, stolen. So you've never okay? seen your scene I've bad. never, ever seen this movie, and I'm all over it. So are you in like the the scenes and like you're you're better? I was wearing a Felix the Cat T-shirt. We did like shooting for like three days, and every day I showed up in a different Felix the Cat T-shirt, and because it's supposed to be different time frames, different events. And so if you look out, I'm sure if you see Felix the Cat, you will see me in my little skinny, crazy, drunk Jewish days in L.A. 
So, uh, <laughs> can we try to find this on YouTube? Yo, yeah, oh, let's yeah, do it yeah, right yeah. now. Okay, so what's the movie called? Bad it's called Guys? Bad Guys. And you said 1980s. You know, it's the, in the 80s. All right, so the That's when they made all these wrestling movies, and they're trying Bad to get in all of them. Guys, the trick to find any movie on YouTube is type the title and then Barton type Barton Fink, he was writing a wrestling picture. 1986. See, Could there be. we go. All you got to do is type in the number one after a movie title, and chances are you'll, the movie, you'll reference the movie. So here we go. Let's take a listen to the... Uh, Bad Guys trailer. Yeah, Bad Guy's trailer. Put the sound up. Turn it up, the Bad Guy's trailer. Turn it up. Maybe you can see me in the background. You pigs looking for trouble? Being too good at their jobs gets these freewheeling cops into a pack of trouble. You're suspended without pay. So they set out to do what they do best for right. big bucks. Crowd scene. With the right kind of management, you could go right to the top. Can two lovable lugs be the, the nation's baddest bullies? I'm going to make you two the dirtiest, slowdown son of a bitches that ever stepped in the ring. Are they any match for those crazed commie killers? Big size Kremlin crushers. It's a star's bangled battle between the superpowers. True. Can they make their country proud? Show what America's about. Or will their dreams of glory be Looking turned for a upside guy down? The Felix the Cat Have a rip roar and howl with the most unlikely American heroes ever to hit the ring. Are you in the male strip clubs, man? Adam Baldwin, Mike Jolly, Ruth Buzzy, the outrageous real-life wrestler Sergeant Slaughter himself, and some of the best music ever in the most incredible fighting extravaganza since Rocky IV. You'll love <laughs> which are boss guys. Yeah, which we ripped off. Are you also in there? <laughs> yes, I oh. am. Hey, look at that. Suggested retail is 79. Look at that. It says, bad guy. Suggested retail, 79.95. I know. It's like really hard to find, and I finally found a copy of it, and then, so I still have not seen it. That you know that's but I'm in Rocky day. Four too. So that's oh, let's, so let's, let's watch the trailer for Rocky Four. See if you're in there. No, I'm not. You're not in the okay. trailer. Are you in any trailer? But I mean, you know, it's um, basically I play the Russian photographer. So every time you see Draco or something else yeah. like that, I'm right behind him. But I have a camera to my face, so all you can see is a little bit of my Jufro. Okay. <laughs> um, but I got to be dressed up with. I had like a. a like completely dressed up with breakdown to a lariat, you know, with a, the, are you in with any a placard. Trailer? What? Are you in any trailer? I don't know. You know, it's, um, you, you can't find me in these things. All right. Well, okay. Well, then that's cool, Howard. Uh, before but we, I'm in them. Yeah. No, name me another movie. <laughs> Just name me one movie. I'll see if you're in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I think is funny. You, know, you just... were in. You were also in a Felix the Cat T-shirt. What? Yeah. You were also in a Felix the Cat T-shirt. Well, the the joke passed. The, the moment right. passed. Uh, no, I got it. Uh, so let's. So here's the final tally. Uh, we just watched Surf Two. I have, as I mentioned, twelve naked women, uh, and we saw three bare asses and uh, three male bare asses as well. And that was pretty much at the front of the film. So <laughs> yeah, the, you know they it. just they just ran out of gas with the ass. I I'm, think that's what that was. So I definitely recommend that. watching that movie with the, uh, with the podcast again. Without the podcast, it's just uh, pretty solid. So uh, Carl, uh, I'm very excited. Uh, Howard, do you want to tell me what happened? Oh, all right. Or do okay. I, is this in character, or do you want to just? I'll tell do me? both. <laughs> all right. Can I do it as both? All right. So anyway, uh, very excited to have uh, Bolero here. Well, no, it's no. with Howard Stone. I'll, I'll do the. Right. I'll, I'll right. say what happened. So check this out, okay. uh, uh, Carl. This is pretty cool. Okay. So Carl, are you there in America? I am. I'm ready to yeah. go. Okay. My podcast right. audience and in America, um, I'm working on this new character um, called Bolero Hatfield, and he's a former child actor, and he just has like tells really horrible, horrible stories about Hollywood and his mother who gave like blowjobs to everybody to get him on to, you know, on these shows and pretty much all he was was an extra. Okay? 
And that's been the show. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. So, and that's been the show. So, I went to speed dating yesterday. For real. For real. As Bolero Hatfield. Okay. So, you went in character to a speed Interesting. dating. Interesting. Okay. So, now, now, Bolero Hatfield will um, do the rest of this interview. <laughs> and, and I will tell you exactly what happened at speed dating. I'll, I'll cue the exit music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can do it. Okay. Hey there, how's it going? You know, I did um, I I, I went speed dating yesterday. You know, and I was there was like you know you you sat there and you talked to them for a little bit and then you you got up and you next to the the next woman and they were like you know they were kind of shocked they were a little bit um they were they were a little bit off putted by you know what I was saying. So uh, I I don't know, you know, I, I tried Mike Spiegelman to um. What were you saying? Well, you know, they asked me questions, you yeah. know, like what I did. I'm nervous you know, to speed dating. Uh, you know, so I I told them that you know my mother, you know, she did um, she did favors, um, you know, favors to uh, get me where I didn't go, so you know and. You know, and that, you know, for the past couple of years, you know, I, I've been away. I don't really want to talk about it. You know, I was someplace. And uh, so you said this to and, and to was, women, yeah, you know, so, so every you. six minutes they'd ring a bell. OK, then See. they'd walk to the next woman and then I would talk to them and they would ask me questions and I would answer them. You know, you ask me a question. <laughs> OK, so but right. the women ask questions, not the men. Well, both. You know, oh, it's a conversation. Right. It's a date. Right. It's a right. six minute date. So, so Valera, how old yeah. are you? Um, yeah, well, I'm 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 in my I'm old, you know. I'm in my sixties. Where'd you grow up, Laura? Well, you know, um, all over. You know, I started. I lived in um, I lived in um, you know Boston and, and and you know New York and of course huh. Los Angeles. I did a lot of work there. You know, oh, you did so, work in Los Angeles. Yeah, I was. Um, I you know because I know you're looking at me. and said, where have I seen him before? I know you have huh. that look because I see it all the time. <laughs> oh. Um, you know, I was a child actor. Oh. Well, you know, an extra. I was a child actor extra, you know. I mean everything. I mean, I'm, if you watched the show, I was in it. Well, I would probably not recognize did, you did if you you've grown up Beaver? and you were... Uh, did you like Leave it to Beaver? Did you watch that show? I, I, watched, uh, I watched reruns as okay, a kid, yeah. Know, okay, you know when I had the classroom? Okay, I'm the kid in the corner, right next to uh, Whitey. That's, you, that's are, me there. You, you know, lumpy? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, so I'm in the Leave it to Beaver. Wait, are you lumpy? But no, 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 no. I'm I'm Bolero. Oh. You know, I don't have a pod or anything. You know, it's just I'm the kid in the corner. Oh. Okay. Well, I might have seen it. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm in everything. I was in, you know, Doctor Kildare uh-huh. and Casey and Bonanza. You, you know, know, I've been I, all those I've shows. I've seen a lot of Leave of the Beavers, and yeah, I don't, you know, rem- I don't remember the classroom. any classroom scenes. Look in the classroom. I'm the kid in the corner. There weren't that many classroom scenes in Leave of the Beaver. There's, Did you? you know, there's a couple. Yeah, I, I remember doing them. So, and, but you're in both you all know. the classroom scenes. Yes, the kid yeah. in the corner. And Dr. Kildare, who would you play? I, was, I played the sick kid in the corner. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any? Did you speak in those? No, I didn't speak in anything. Huh. Are, and know. these are available on DVD. You know, you can you know you can look and you can find me. In huh. these well, things, I think our six know. minutes is up. All right. Yeah. So let's say I'm, I'm another ding. Okay, here I'm another lady. Hi. Hey there. Are you having fun? Yeah, this you is know, fun. This is like really strange. You talk to somebody and then you sure. know, and your next person. Some of these people are really crazy, aren't they? Uh, I guess. Yeah. I didn't bring that up. Okay, well, no, just asking, you know. Okay. Because I know I already looked at you and you're not going to pick me, so I might as well just have a conversation oh. with you. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, what's, what else? You know, it's like I know you looked. I saw that, so you, you might as well at... just talk to each other. All right. Yeah. Well, 
do you do these often? No, I, you know, I, 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 people want me, you know, I've been away, you know, and I, I don't have really good social skills, so I thought I would do this, you know. I'm sorry, I'm, squir- I'm squirming in my seat because we have five more minutes of this and 30 seconds. I know. Well, you know, we can ask the questions that are written down. Okay, or oh, I can sure, just, sure. You know, it's a, so if you could do anything, uh-huh. you know, whether we, is there something that you always wanted to do with is your there life? something I always wanted to do in my life? This is actually really good... Uh, uh, Bo, because uh, I could I could work on my response for someone I really yeah. give a shit about. Yeah, well, so yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> all right. So I, know, I, I understand that. You know, it's it's okay because we're just gonna have to get through this. Then you know, it's, I'm yeah. sorry. I you know I live. Yeah, I, I feel a little know. uncomfortable. My mother used to warn me about women like you, but it's all right. Your mother used to warn well, you, you know, about I, women about she, me. You no, know, she well she didn't. You know, I don't want to I don't want to get into it. First off, I you know. I don't. This is like the time. This is I not drink. supposed to be adversarial. We're supposed to just sit here, you know, and have yes, a conversation. Yes, I know. We still have to remember. So you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and just sit. Uh, I have to use the bathroom, but you can right, still you know, keep the table. You know, it's fine. You right, know, I understand. Right. I totally understand. I'm long gone. Why you're here? You know, it's like you know. So you're married. We no, I, married? I'm in the bathroom actually. You know? You're just talking to yourself <laughs> at the table. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll talk to myself. I don't care. Good, because you got yeah. three more minutes before the next lady. I know. It's it's. So, so you were in character the whole time. The entire time. The entire time. And, the uh, entire time until I left, and then it was really hard for me to get out of character. No, where this was at a hotel. No, this was. What, at what, the, what was that? It was hard for you to like then later break it. Well, because I did it. I did this for like close to an hour and a half, right? <laughs> and you know, I and I and I had conversations, okay. And I um, one woman right when my date was supposed to start, she got up to leave, you know. And I said really loud, "I'm gonna take this one personally." Okay, and then, um, you know, so I kept in character the entire time, and uh, and they asked me horrible questions, and I gave them horrible answers, so it's really good, you know, that um, How I... How does it work? Do you get, do they say, okay, we're going to do a date now? I mean, if it works out, is, this, is that how... All right, I'm going to explain this, like tables, they're all sitting at these tables, and they all have a number on it. You know, and then you have like a name tag with a number on it, and they have a name tag. Mine said Bolero, because my name is Bolero. And, you know, and of course they asked me, um, you know, that's that's an interesting name. And it was this, you know, it was the song that I was conceived by, you know, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you were named after? Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's what you told them? You know, actually. That is a good one. That was. uh, my middle name is Bolero. Is it? That was, yeah, it was, na- it was named after the movie I was conceived uh, watching. So, you ever seen the movie Bolero, directed by John? Yes, I have seen that. But no, so um, I said that, and I said, which is really awkward because every time somebody sees my name, I see my mother having sex. So you said that. <laughs> you said the, so what were the responses? Like, I mean, were people like wincing and they, shit? You could see in their eyes. Their eyes got like really big, you know, and it's um, they. Uh, they didn't know what to say because um, they thought it was real. You know, and I kept saying each of them that I did this to, I said to them, you know, I says, what I really like in a woman is a sense of humor. <laughs> I think that's the most important part is a sense of humor. Oh my so God. I put that up front that I was fucking with them, you know. <laughs> oh, you so, did? No, I said, because like a woman with a sense of humor. So, you know, all of a sudden they say, hey, that wasn't that guy. That was somebody else. You know, <laughs> they need a sense of humor. You know, so I, I got to tell you... All right, uh, can I stop doing this now? Yeah, please do. All right, all right. <laughs> all right there you go. Valera. It's going to be hard to break character. No, yeah. but isn't that great? I did that for an hour and change. 
That is amazing. Wow. Okay. In a way, the joke's on you because you still had to pay to, right? I did not have to pay. This what? was free. White okay, privilege. Here's the scam part of it. Can I do this in less yeah. than a minute? Yeah. Because then time. we have to leave? No, what? we have time. Our, we have okay. Time. Years ago, I put a Craigslist out ad, Man Sinking a Woman. Okay? Uh-huh. This company contacted me and said, we need to fill the speed dating thing for people in your age group. Would you like a free speed date? <laughs> you came okay. on being a uh. so half the and I've done this with John Miller John Miller and I have gone and done this yes. I did it with Bossier I uh-huh. have done this a couple of times okay and it's just horrible it's absolutely horrible so so you guys are just there for fodder because they needed padding they needed butts and seats for the some of the women and some of the men who paid they had to make it look like they were you know, you ever, so, so this is like an extra work but for speed dating right so half the people in there didn't pay Okay, that they were doing this from a Craigslist ad that they got many. contacted for. Did you okay. ever? Did you ever get hooked up? None. Okay, I have been rejected. <laughs> I get rejected by twelve women in an hour. That's it's horrifying. so good for the ego. It really is. Why do you okay, do that to yourself? Because I did it this time as Bolero Hatfield, knowing that I wasn't going to get any dates. <laughs> oh, this is, this okay, so it was just deeper. knowing I was going to be padding for these people who are actually <laughs> shysters. Okay, this is like through the looking glass shit. So <laughs> I went. As Bolero Hatfield, and did not break character the entire time. And I said some really horrible things, like, you know, I had like five wives, and I said, to tell you the truth, I don't even know what their names are. You know, when was, you know, that my mother, I implied that my mother killed all my pets because she didn't like pets. Well, I've seen seen you go on stage as this character, and. uh, Well, I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's uh, brutal stuff. I hope you do get uh, more. Calls from that company after they don't hear this. <laughs> well, and they went to Bolero Hatfield at gmail.com. You know, so everything is. And there's a Bolero Hatfield, Hatfield webpage, you know, and a uh, Bolero Hatfield um, Facebook page. So all you listeners and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah. You know, become Bolero's friend. Every single one of you listeners. Become Bolero's friend. You know, say that we you heard me on Spiegelman's. Make- um, you know, let's watch the movies. And talk we all we over wouldn't it. make it to 50 episodes of Let's Watch a Movie. What? Uh, yeah, we wouldn't have made it to without uh, 50 episodes without. The, our listeners so right, exactly. I, I definitely have a big thank you exactly. and, and uh, I've seen the, the rating numbers and they're 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 solid and I, oh, I appreciate everyone who uh, follows us on iTunes well thank uh, you for letting yeah. me be part of this yeah and uh, Carl we're we're, uh, we're planning a big show in the future uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh, we were talking about doing a show that will be pretty cool and uh, I still think we should do uh, a podcast festival so we could do the show in person oh yeah like yeah. a live show somewhere Sounds great. Yeah. That means you getting over here because Spiegelman's not going to go there. No, that's not true. All right. Uh, well, he knows Montclair well. He yeah. He knows uh, Jersey. I know the Jersey. All right. All right. So, uh, But I wouldn't mind a trip to San Francisco, of course. Yeah, anytime. You know, uh, we do this Sundays, uh, 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, so we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, <laughs> not that we haven't been for the last half hour. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank... Uh, our guest Howard Stone and Bolero Hatfield for well, thank, coming thank by. Thank you for letting me be here. You know, it was very nice of you. Yeah. And thank you, Michael, for yeah, letting definitely. me be here. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for telling us the <laughs> okay. story. Next That's time pretty I'll tell you funny. stories about my mother. Uh, tell us more uh, Bolero Hatfield stories and more stunts that you may pull in the future. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. you got a big show thank in New you. York City coming in, right? Yeah, that'll be June 10th, Broadway Comedy Club, Saturday night. June 10th on Tickets Saturday. Tickets are going 
slow. So come on now. <laughs> and also follow Carl. Make him to get 30 followers on Twitter. Uh, at Jokes to Carl. The milestone. Uh, yeah, and uh, of course we are available at, L- at LWAFLMOYT. And of course our blogspot. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, which will have a little essay on the film, the movie itself, and the podcast. And that's your yeah. one stop. And, and follow me on Twitter too, Bolero Hatfield on Twitter and Instagram, Bolero Hatfield, and anything else that's something Bolero Hatfield, then you can find me there. Speaking of Bolero Hatfield, I'm going to go murder Bolero Hatfield. No, so, in the meanwhile, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Please follow us again. Uh, listen to us next time on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie with Bolero Hatfield. Thank you. Carl and Mike Spiegelman. Thank you guys. Bye. Thanks, Bye. guys. Let's see if it plays. It's going to play. It's playing. Bye. Friend, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn ons are satin sheets and waves, champagne tickles my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with more. wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Funny?
Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes, technology question. Absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also six. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue. San Francisco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. 
rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk, come together with music from around the world, with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio, when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment, wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. This is a story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Sick Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday as our Sick Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my neck. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. (laughs) L-S-D, fap, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you.
when my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop.